I also want to introduce you to the broad framework that I'm using to judge the movies and shows that I'm talking about today. All of them are survival dramas that are quite similar to Squid Game. They have this battle royale-esque vibe where there's supposed to be one person standing at the end and also a game format embedded within them. The three parameters that I'm looking at are as follows. Number one, how terrifying is the plot? Am I scared of what is happening on screen? Am I, would I kill myself if I was in one of those shows or movies? Number two, how interesting are the games within the show? If I did not have the threat of death looming over my head, would I actually enjoy being a part of these games? If the answer is yes, then that's good. That's pretty good. Number three, how unpredictable are the deaths within the show? If I go, oh my God, I did not see that coming. Why the hell did they kill that person off? That's good. If I say, oh, he died, then that's bad. And the better the show, the higher the score on any of these parameters. So yeah. That's it. Let us start with the show that we are all here for, which is Squid Game. A quick synopsis of the show. Squid Game is a nine-part series following a group of debt-ridden people who are invited to take part in a mysterious tournament on a mysterious island for the chance to win 45.6 billion won. But if they lose the game, they also lose their lives. And in case you were wondering how much 45.6 billion won is in Indian rupees, I did the math for you. And on the day I did the math, it amounted to 285 crores, 85 lakhs, 18,187 rupees. Whew, that's, that's a lot of money. A little backstory to when I actually watched Squid Game. I watched it back in September 2021, either a day or two after its release. Uh, I watched it well before the hype. I was one of the first few people to watch it. And I'm very proud of it now. Uh, but uh, I, like I said, I'm not a big fan. Having said that, I did binge it in one night. And I'll tell you why. I binged it in one night even though I wasn't so into it. It was for one man. And one man only. He was Gong Yoo. If you don't know who Gong Yoo is, he's quite a popular Korean actor I want to say and he he's done some good work at that point I actually didn't know who Gong Yoo was but I just knew this is a hot intriguing man that I wanted to see more of so I watched an entire nine part show which is like almost nine hours I think and I stayed up till four or five o'clock just so I can see another glimpse of this really hot man and um he only appears to my utter disappointment for five seconds or so in the last episode and maybe this is not much of a spoiler but damn was I disappointed so if you like me I watch you know watch um Gong Yu in the first episode I'm like damn I want more of this man and you have that feminine urge to really hope for Gong Yu let me tell you no he he doesn't he's not there you will be disappointed but yeah, I did end up watching all of his other shows after I watched this because I just wanted to see more of this man on screen. Anyways, yeah. The, this was definitely one of the reasons why the show disappointed me. But this is this is on me. Like, this is just me. You probably won't feel the same way. But yeah. If you do, let me know. So moving on to the main framework of Judgment. Number one, how terrifyingly re realistic is the show? 
this is one aspect where squid game perhaps scores better than all of the other uh shows or movies that i talk about uh, later on in this episode so one of the things that uh, creator hong dong hyuk has done very actively is to put his players or his characters in the setting of real life korea today the government is as it is the people the setting everything is as it is the problems that these characters are facing are also problems that south koreans face today there is no like dystopian imaginary setting where these people have found themselves so what happens with that is a person who's watching the show cannot actually distance themselves from what is happening on the screen the way they could if for example it's this very unrealistic setting where you know um you can say oh this this can't actually happen whereas in squid game because everything that the participants go through all of their back stories are just stories that you hear every day you're like oh maybe for all you know there is some mysterious island somewhere on the coast of south korea where people are being made to do something like this uh, you know who are asked to play games till they die so um that that sort of uh, gap that a fictional setting would have provided that's not something squid game gives you and that makes it a lot more terrifying for anyone watching it and another thing that squid game does very differently than any of the shows and i think this is a major point of difference that needs to you know uh, that uh, the creator really deserves credit for is the fact that the players actually have a choice in squid game to be a participant or not so um, unlike all of the other shows on uh, all of the other works they are sort of the characters are sort of stuck in a situation where they don't want to be the situation is life and life or death but they did not have any uh, agency in choosing to be there whereas in squid game the players are actually given an active choice once they know what is going down to whether they can come back whether they want to come back or not and that choice is a very uh, important point because that makes their desperation even more you know um what do you call it scary it's just a lot more human and uh, the fact that even after knowing that them coming back means people will die uh, these characters do come back the characters come back because that's how desperate they are the problems that they'll have to face once they're outside are just as bad even outside kind of means death for them so it kind of shows the absolute um dire situations in which people live around the world even in an affluent country like south korea income inequality poverty and debt all of these are very real problems and i think this is one of the reasons why squid game traveled around like internationally the way they did we need to like if we keep in mind the fact that it came in a post pandemic world where a lot of people were struggling financially it makes a lot more sense because any problem that they were go- any problem that the that w- they were seeing on screen in the squid game was extremely relatable to them they could totally resonate with it and also rooting for these characters would also give them a sense of hope and that way it makes complete sense why uh, squid game traveled the way that it did and gained the kind of popularity that it did So for this particular parameter I will score Squid Games an 8 on 10 which is a really good score. The second parameter is um how interesting were the games within Squid Games. So I think 
because they used children's games like red light green light and tug of war um within the show it had an international appeal these are all shows that are very easy i mean games that are very easy to understand and have some you know cultural reference no matter where you go like red light green light i think is a game that is played across the globe by kids so it it has that certain element of nostalgia that it evoked i think at the same time because it's against the setting of you know life or death uh, that dissonance it's create it created i think adds to the viewing experience but having said that the games weren't very interesting i mean they were very instagramable you could make games out of it you could make reels out of it but uh, for me there was not the fact that there was no like catch to any of the games they were very straightforward at no point did it have like oh they you know they played around with the rules a little bit so that it's a little more interesting they don't do any of that the games are very very straightforward so for that uh, reason i'm not a big fan of the games that are there within squid game and squid game probably scores not very high on this parameter for me i will give it a 4 on 10 also i would really like to add this fun piece of trivia uh, i'm sure you've seen the big robotic doll uh, that is there in the show uh in when they playing red light green light so that particular big robot is named yonghi and she is part of uh she was a character within korean textbooks back in the 70s or the 80s and it's actually she's actually a very famous korean character she also has this there's also this boy version of yonghi that's called chalsu and they're both very very famous so in case someone asks you know the name of the big robotic girl her name's yonghi the third point is how unpredictable were the deaths within squid game this for me is the main point of contention that i have with the show at no point do they surprise you by i don't know none of the deaths surprise you this is a game of chance even the even like the games within the show are just purely almost luck based maybe with the exception of um the tug of war thing other than that everything is purely luck and um at no point at at some point you should have been surprised by some of the deaths that happened but the show establishes who the main characters are it establishes who you're supposed to care about and they make sure you know uh, that these characters are there till the end so you know how the how the plot is progressing after the one after the first two three episodes and you're not surprised by it at all if you think you're going to be surprised by anything that happens i think it's very unlikely there are one or two plot twists that perhaps maybe you don't see coming but even those somehow once it's revealed you're like hey oh okay cool so that way uh, squid game fails for me i would give it perhaps a 5 i'm very neutral about it maybe some people would be surprised by it i don't know but i personally wasn't so i will give it a 5 so in total in total squid game receives a uh, 17 on 30 which is not bad but you know yeah it's quite average if you ask me so yeah this is my uh, overall review of squid game moving on to the other shows very very quickly the second show i'm going to be talking about is alice in borderland and it's perhaps the closest contemporary to squid game Uh, Alice in Borderland released in 2019 and it is also a Netflix production. 
uh, although it didn't reach the kind of popularity that squid game has it has been renewed for a second season um it scores i think better on some aspects in comparison to squid game but it scores much lesser on some other aspects so the first one being um first one that is how terrifyingly realistic is the plot it's not very terrifying and it's also not very realistic because they don't really explain why the characters are stuck in a situation like this so what we do know is that our three best friends uh, three main characters were best friends uh, they hide in this metro station for a couple of minutes and when they come out everyone from tokyo has just disappeared like poof they're not there anymore and a little while later you realize that they are stuck in this some sort of from what i understand some alternate universe or dimension and over there to survive they have to keep playing these life or death sort of games and if they lose the game they just die and if they win the game they can stay longer in that particular dimension so uh, at least at the end of the first season they do not explain why these people are randomly stuck in this dimension they don't explain um how they can get out get out if they can at all um and um who is behind these games like so none of these things are explained so that kind of makes you as a i don't know it makes you kind of disappointed in the way it ends uh so yeah it doesn't score very well i think squid game does infinitely better on this particular uh, as for alice in borderland i'll probably give it a on this parameter probably like a four on 10 uh not not very great because there's no explanation at all number 2 how interesting are the games in terms of how interesting the games are like uh, alice in borderland does a much much better job so within the alice in borderland universe there are 52 games that can be played each game is represented by a deck in in uh, you know a card in a deck of cards so uh, each symbol represents what kind of game it would be and the number represents how difficult the game is going to be so for example you have a heart symbol which basically is a game where you have to betray someone and you also have a level 7 or level 9 so a 7 of hearts or a 8 of hearts is going to be a terribly heartbreaking game the games that i saw they show around 5 or 6 games if i'm not wrong uh, within the first season and they're all extremely uh, interesting um so you also know they only show five or six games out of the possible 52 so there's a lot of scope for you to see even more interesting games in 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 the coming season so that way i feel like i'll give it a 9 on 10 i truly enjoyed the games that were there within the alice in borderland universe and i'm looking forward to seeing what is um what would be shown in the next season The final point being how unpredictable the deaths were I think this also Alice in Borderland does a much better job than Squid Game because um yeah they they kill off people in a very different way and you can never really tell who is going to who is going to die next and that is that that yeah I I was quite surprised by some of the deaths within the show I did not see that coming at all and I and I love it you know um, they need to surprise me especially a show like Uh, a show like this it it needs to surprise me as a viewer and it did i can't tell you more but i think it's it's worth a watch so um, even though alice in borderland doesn't do too well in terms of how terrifying the setting is or how realistic it is i think on the other two parameters it does really well so i will give it 
सेवन ऑन टेन इन टर्म्स ऑफ अनप्रेडिक्टेबिलिटी ऑफ डेथ्स सो ओवरऑल इट्स कोड इट्स कोज अ ट्वेंटी ऑन थर्टी विच इज which is good i think you should check out alice in borderland as well if you like squid game if you didn't like squid game also you should watch alice in borderland because then you can diss on squid game before moving on to talk about this other movie that i think is very very similar to squid game and the format um i want to talk about this movie that i think inspired this kind of like the original movie in this genre it's called battle royale it's a cult classic japanese movie and it's about this uh, bunch of ninth graders who are brought on this island by the government and they're asked to sort of fight it out and kill each other uh, the reason in that particular movie why it's happening is because the government wants to crack down on um you know rebellions from the youth and it's quite uh, i mean it's very dystopian it's very i think hunger games uh, draws on this movie quite heavily uh, so i think you know it's worth a watch it's not exactly like these other movies and shows that i'm talking about but it's also a really good watch and also just uh, bearing in mind the fact that this was made like 20 years prior without uh, the kind of cgi or the kind of just special effects that we have today i think the action can get quite gory and quite brutal and on some level it's a lot more sadistic than the other uh, shows and and the movie that i'll discuss now so definitely definitely worth a watch especially if you like this japanese style of uh, movie making also fun fact um the battle royale games that you play where there has to be just like one person standing uh, that um genre of games sort of came out of battle royale the movie so in case you ever wondered why it's called battle royale now you know <laughs> the final um movie that i want to talk about is as the gods will and it sort of brings together squid game and uh, you know alice in borderland and like uh, you know um and battle royale it's a mis- mishmash of all of these uh, ideas uh, it released in 2014 it's a japanese um, movie based on a manga and <laughs> it's it it's um, centered around school children who are suddenly are very randomly one day asked to play these life or death games and the person the mastermind behind it seems to be bigger than all of them it's like god like a bunch of gods or which hence the name it's called as the gods will um yeah i don't think it's fully explained in the first movie but i think uh, there was supposed to be a second movie but that never happened it's explained a little better in the prequel of 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 the movie but i'm not getting into that uh, in terms of how terrifying it is because it's like this larger than life reason of a god playing toying with these kids and stuff it's somehow not very terrifying for me as an adult it's also not very realistic to me so i'm not i'm not completely convinced by the premise of it so i wasn't i mean yeah i mean it doesn't score very high on that on on that parameter so i'll probably give it a 6 on 10 but in terms of how interesting the games are i think it does pretty decently like in the first game which is red light green light very very similar to squid game might i add they use children's games uh, throughout this movie as well uh, and um if they lose in this red light green light game the kids head explodes like like quite literally explodes and um it turns into red 
thread beads which is weird but somehow very entertaining and then um, it's just bigger in scale all of the games that they play just there are these huge um, huge figures that I think are very Japanese like uh, these big cat figures and big polar bears and stuff so it, it's it's weird but um, very interesting at the same time so it scores pretty well on that I think I'll give it a 7 on 10 in terms of unpredictability of deaths yes very very good like very good some of them i was just like i really didn't want them to die but they just die like snap of a finger and they die quite brutally might i add so again on this aspect as the gods will uh, does pretty well i think it's worth a watch uh, especially if you like japanese anime manga and stuff like that so yeah uh, how much do i score it on unpredictability eight I will give it an 8. So in total, it receives a 19 on 30, which is not bad. So yeah. Again, this is just my opinion of the shows and movies that I talked about today. You could totally have a very different opinion, very, very different from mine. But yeah, it looks like Alice in Borderland is my preferred show out of the, out of the ones that I talked about today. But I encourage you to watch all of them. So yeah, that has been my rating of Squid Game and other survival dramas that I watched over over the years. And another honorable mention is Escape Room, which is an English movie that came out in I think 2019 also. And it was quite an interesting watch. Um, the overall premise is kind of similar to Squid Game, except the games are Escape Room games. And I found those games very, very interesting. Um, I think you should uh, also check out Escape Room. Honorable mention. Uh, yeah, so these are my recommendations to watch after you watch Squid Game. If you liked it or even if you didn't like it, um, check them out. It's an interesting genre and 